My entitled husband claims that he's not cheating on me, despite the fact that he goes partying with a bunch of women every night after work. And even though I beg him to stop going to these girls' bars after work, he claims that he doesn't want to be held back by anyone in his life, not even his own wife. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So for a bit of background, my husband and I migrated to Japan and have settled here. Our child attends school and already has an established support system for his special needs. My husband works full-time and I work part-time while the kid is in school. Everything works out well and we are quite happy. The work culture here is very stressful. As my husband progresses in his career, the more stressful his job becomes. I understand that as even my part-time job is quite demanding. So people here would go out downtown with their co-workers and drink themselves into oblivion. I rarely attend these sorts of things but my husband loves it. So here's the thing. Around five years ago, my husband went out again with his co-workers and was dumped in front of our door by his best friend at around 4.30 in the morning. He was so drunk, he was just lying there in the front puking. In fact, him puking was the sound that I woke up to. While I was taking care of him, I saw some text messages coming in from his phone from some girl asking if he got home okay. Upon further inspection, it was from a girl working in a girl's bar. Being a naive introvert, I don't really know what happens in places like this. So I googled it and it's your typical girl's bar, where men pay to flirt and drink with young girls in scandalous outfits. Whether or not there would be anything more than that, I guess depends on the girl. This broke my heart. It was our kid's birthday, so I had to get the kid out and celebrate by ourselves, since my husband could barely stand up. I confronted him, and he admitted that he's been going to these clubs about four to five times now, but he insisted that there was nothing going on, and that it wasn't allowed for the men to touch the girls in any kind of way. He wasn't in any other type of relationship with another girl so he doesn't think that he's cheating or doing anything bad. He does admit that he's taking it too far by being in contact with the bar girls but still insists that nothing more is happening than that. I told him this thing hurts me so much and I don't want him going to these kind of bars anymore but guess what happened when I said that? He continued doing it. I actually did not try to catch him or anything like that but every time he goes out I felt triggered with anxiety and distress and it would often lead to a fight. To be honest, this is the only thing that we fight about. He thinks I'm suffocating him and not allowing him to go party and relieve stress, which he feels is unfair. He says that he will never allow anyone to jail him. There was even this instance where we went camping with some friends that we just met. While drinking, he decided to tell everyone how I was crazy and I was smothering him because I would always start a huge fight whenever he goes out to party. And when he did this, I felt so embarrassed because I barely knew the people that were there, and he was airing out our dirty laundry for whatever reason. Last year, we were scheduled to go back to our home country for the holidays. My husband went to go party again as an end-of-the-year company celebration, and when he came back, he was sick, and as a result, I got sick and our kid got sick. Our kid's fever was so high, I was considering taking him to the hospital. We were able to get through it, but then a friend of mine told me something. They said they saw my husband going into a girls' club. I checked around and I was able to confirm that he did it again. I'm so livid that not only is he still doing what I've begged him to stop doing, but also his actions have led to our kid getting sick. But the kid was looking forward to our family vacation, so even though I felt so broken and betrayed, I decided to suck it all up and forgive my husband for now. I thought maybe, just maybe, he'll try to be better and we can work this out during vacation. But you know what? We didn't do that. My husband decided to party even harder. 
drinking every single night. He would do whatever he pleased, and I would be just behind him picking up after him. I am so tired of this, and I've been thinking, maybe my kid and I would be better off without him. I feel myself checking out of this marriage. Then he decided he's going to go out and party again, and I just snapped. I got so angry at him. I was so distressed, I felt my heart was going to burst. But he screamed back at me that I was crazy, and that he wasn't doing anything wrong, that he will never allow anyone to limit him or jail him. And then he left. I couldn't believe this person I've entrusted my life to, that I've been nothing but loyal and dedicated to, would be alright causing me this much distress and pain, just so he could try and prove a point in his life, or just because he wants to party. I am so done. I haven't spoken to him for a week now, and I put all his stuff in the spare bedroom. And the kid and I are now staying in my bedroom. I have gone and went for a job interview, and I guess I'm gearing up to leave my husband, because I can't take it anymore. But to be honest, there's a part of me that doesn't want to go. I'm planning on sitting down and talking with him later, now that I'm calmer. However, I still don't know if my feelings are valid, or if this is something to throw away 11 years of our lives together. I am so uncertain on how I feel, but I do know I feel so hurt and betrayed. What should I do? First off, your feelings are absolutely valid. And secondly, your husband is a piece of garbage. And yeah, he's saying that he's not doing anything with these girls, but you know what? This is how it starts. You go, you get drunk, and then who knows what happens. I mean, he showed up at your doorstep at 4.30 in the morning, completely drunk out of his mind, puking his guts out. He literally goes to these bars because he likes that more than he appreciates the emotional well-being of his wife. And you seriously do not deserve this type of treatment. Him saying that he doesn't want to be limited or jailed or anything like that is the most contradictory statement I've ever heard in my life. Because this guy agreed to marry you. Like, literally, he signed up to be jailed. He quite literally signed up to be exclusively with you. That's the point of being married. And if he seriously can't respect your boundaries, and if he really wants to go out to these girls' bars, well then congratulations, you're going to lose everything else in your life. And I seriously don't blame you either for getting ready to move on. He does not sound like a good husband, and he sounds like an awful person to live with. So hopefully with whatever you decide to do, I hope it all works out for you. Because honestly, your husband is absolutely in the wrong, and you do not deserve to live like that in the slightest. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My fiance is saying that he no longer is sure if he wants to marry me. And now I feel absolutely devastated and I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So I've been with my partner for about six years. He recently proposed, but what I thought would be a happy milestone for our relationship has turned into the worst our relationship has ever been. And now I'm not even sure if we'll get married. Basically, I was in a bad place shortly after the engagement. Lots of anxiety and stress around work, as well as some health matters, and we rarely saw or talked to each other because of a business trip that he went to. To be completely honest, I was being a bit of a jerk, and I was being snappy towards him for the past couple of weeks. After a big fight recently, my fiancé told me he was not 100% sure that he should get married to me. He said that he still loved me, and had no doubts as to whether he could handle me or not when I get bouts of mental health problems, and spiral because of his life, which is already busy and high stress. He also said that he could see the possibility of him cheating on me emotionally if we got married, especially if I continue to be this way, which is negative, grumpy, and snappy. Now, this is the first time he's ever said anything like this to me. In the past six years that we've been together, I've never heard this. He has always been so sure of me and us. Even from the first year that we started dating, he used to say he was 100% sure I was the 
one. And now he only says that he hopes so, simply because we've been together for so long. We'd been doing better the last couple of days, and I thought we were back to being semi-normal. But when I brought it up, he told me that he had the same stance and doubts. We also only see each other on the weekends, and he's scheduled to play weekly basketball games on Saturday afternoons, which is fine, but that already eats up the limited time that we have for each other at a time where we're not doing so well. Now it makes me think, is it just me, or is he already distancing himself from me? He also just seems more distant and less sweet. It's awkward because we've become super close to each other's families, and they keep bringing up wedding plans, and I haven't told anyone that we're having problems. Should I try to fight for this relationship? This is probably the biggest fight we've ever had. We've never had any other major problems in the past six years. What should I do? I think you two seriously need to talk and work something out between the two of you. I mean, this is a serious commitment, and this is something that both of you have to be on board for. Otherwise, I just see this falling apart at the seams, and it seems like that's already starting to happen. So either talking one-on-one and making the time to seriously work out what's going on, or even just going to like a marriage counselor of some kind who might be able to help you work through what's going on would be a really good thing for you guys right now. Because let's look at the facts. Would you rather have a marriage that you know is secure and steady with someone that you love who absolutely wants to be married with you? Or would you rather be married to someone who very likely would just emotionally cheat on you right after you get married to them? And that's all because you're grumpy and a little snappy. And that's not to say that you can't work on that on your end. Obviously, I think you're aware of how you've been acting, and I think you can make some kind of steps to fixing that in the long run. Obviously, it's not a long-term trait, but it's just something that's recently been going on that obviously you need to fix. And in fact, maybe double back to what he said. He would emotionally cheat on you if you continue to act this way. Like, that's a massive red flag in my opinion. But either way, with whatever you decide to do, some kind of talk and discussion needs to be made. Because in my opinion, if the timing is not right to get married, then you absolutely should not force that. That would be a nightmare to deal with. And I honestly think, in my opinion, that you would make your situation a lot worse by trying to force both of you into a marriage that both of you are clearly not ready for. My husband constantly sleeps through his alarms, and he oversleeps all the time. And at this point, I'm at my wit's end, and I seriously don't know what to do. So my husband and I have been together for three and a half years. Our one-year anniversary is coming up on April 2nd. My husband is a paramedic, and he does shift work, which can be exhausting. Ever since we started dating, I've had to take on the responsibility of making sure he doesn't sleep through his alarms, so he isn't late for work. He never asked me to do this, but if I don't, he consistently oversleeps and is late. To be clear, I really don't think that this is an irresponsibility thing on his part. It seems like there is something else behind it. He sets an obscenely loud alarm that he has to hold up to a light for him to turn off. That thing, no exaggeration, is as loud as a tornado siren, and I still have to wake him up just to turn it off. He used to have one called a doomsday alarm that his dad could hear from the outside barn of our house, and my husband still slept through it. He does have sleep apnea, and he does wear a CPAP. Every morning, even if I'm off, I set alarms so I can make sure he gets up. But this morning, he turned his phone off after I kept trying to get him up. We both fell back asleep, and he overslept and was late. And while he was trying to leave, he said to me, that's what I get for turning off my phone. And I responded by saying, why on earth did you turn it off? He said to me, because someone was complaining at me about turning it off. At this point, I am so upset, and I don't know what to do. I am not his mother, and I feel like I shouldn't be responsible for this. But he won't seek treatment for what obviously seems like a sleep disorder. What should I do? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Honestly, it sounds like your husband's being super entitled. Like he already has this crazy loud alarm and he doesn't even take the time to get up and get out of bed and do his job. And I think I really do want to disagree with the original poster here. This absolutely is a responsibility problem. He is not being responsible and taking care of the alarm right when it goes off. But instead, he's basically relying on you to get him out of bed. And that, in my opinion, is completely unreasonable. Especially considering when you have days off, you probably want to sleep in. But he's making your life miserable by basically having a car alarm right next to your head every morning and still not having the common courtesy to get up and turn it off. But in that same vein of thought, there's probably something going on with his sleep patterns and he probably does have some undiagnosed sleeping disorder. So maybe having some kind of discussion with him and saying, hey, we need to figure this out and trying to approach this rationally and calmly might do a lot of good. And if that doesn't work, then you can take the petty route of basically saying, okay, I just won't wake you up anymore. Let that alarm ring, take a step out of the bedroom and go sleep on the couch or something. Anything to make him realize, oh, this is something I need to take care of. And honestly, you have every right to complain about that stupid alarm. It's his responsibility to turn it off because it's something he uses to get up in the morning. So hopefully you can get this figured out because that sounds absolutely obnoxious. And if I was in your shoes, I would also be miserable and really wanting him to find a solution. Today, I messed up by introducing my boyfriend to an old friend who's notorious for ruining my friendships and trying to steal my boyfriends away from me. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So for a bit of context, my old friend who I will dub Valerie, that's not her real name, had a serious habit of following through my friends list on social media and talking to people that I had previously mentioned in conversation to her. Often it was boys I was interested in or close friends. She would message them and say that I recommended that they be friends. And out of the six times that she did this, four of them ended up ghosting me. I have no idea what Valerie would say, but I am pretty sure it wasn't true. Also, if you haven't guessed already, Valerie is just kind of an awful person overall. And eventually, I stopped talking to her for obvious reasons back in 2021, after we had been friends for a year already. Now, right around the time I stopped talking to Valerie, I met a very nice boy by the name of Evan. That's also not his real name. He has been so, so good to me, and I feel so lucky to have him in my life. I opened up to him months ago about how Valerie made me feel, and I told him all the awful things that she did, including but not limited to, her stealing away my friends and people I had interest in. He agreed that it was awful and I had every right to be upset. Well, a few months ago, Valerie reached out to tell me that she had changed. I was hesitant, but gave her another chance. We became a lot closer very quickly, and I really did believe that she had changed. I started to tell her about Evan and how happy he had made me. I even opened up about how I sometimes get very jealous when people are flirty with him despite him being very loyal and that was a massive mistake. A week later, Valerie asked to befriend Evan, saying that she's heard a lot about him and how she wants to be involved in my life. Valerie had a history of saying or doing things that she knew would tick me off to make it look as though I was getting upset over nothing to the people I liked. It would result in them liking me less, thinking that I am being dramatic. I was wary, but felt bad for holding the past against her and I introduced 
them to each other. They got along great, despite Evan previously saying Valerie seemed annoying and he wouldn't like her at all. Within days, she sent a random picture to the group chat of her with her pants down very low. I expected Evan to say something, as he's always been very forward with girls who show interest with him, but he didn't say anything. She then sent a similar picture the next day, and he still didn't say anything. I questioned him about it, and he said it was nothing, and there wasn't any reason for me to be upset. And when he said that, I felt kind of bad, and so I just dropped it. I got a sinking gut feeling that Valerie was doing what she did before, making me look as though I'm getting mad over nothing after I disclosed to her my jealousy. Afterwards, I explained to Evan that I was only upset because it reminded me of how Valerie used to be, how she was making me look bad in front of him on purpose, and it worked. He said he was wrong in thinking it was stupid to be upset about that, and he didn't want to talk to her anymore knowing what she was doing. Less than a week later, he out of nowhere told me he thinks Valerie is funny. I thought that was a weird thing to say, considering he told me he wasn't speaking to her anymore, and I hadn't seen any new messages in the group chat. I didn't get upset with him, but I feel like I did seem pretty dejected. He then told me that it was a stupid reason to be jealous, and we had a small argument. I told him that I felt as if he took nothing I said in terms of how she made me feel into account, and he again told me that he was sorry and it wouldn't happen again. Now, over a month later, he told me again that Valerie is very funny and invited her to play video games with us. I didn't even know they were still in contact. I feel like I'm losing him to her like the rest of the people she talks to. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. First off, I want to say that the original poster is incredibly foolish. If they seriously thought they could let Valerie back into their life and Valerie wouldn't try and ruin it just like they did before. Like, really, what were you thinking? You need to remember why you stopped being friends with this lady in the first place. And the excuse of them saying, oh, I've changed, I'm a different person, probably doesn't hold that much weight, to be completely honest. Like, sure, some people deserve second chances, but malicious people like this absolutely do not. You cut them out and you move on with your life. Because to Valerie, this is a game. This is her way of playing with your emotions and essentially playing with your boyfriend. And honestly, if by the end of this, Valerie steals your boyfriend away from you, then let that be an obvious sign that he was not worth trying to keep in the first place. So I really think you need to have some kind of serious conversation with Evan and say to him that you really do not want this lady back in your life and make the steps to cut her off once again. You don't have to feel guilty about dropping toxic people as well as people who just want to create drama in your friend group. In my opinion, you won't regret dropping that lady for good and the peace you obtain will be so valuable it will be worth the effort of just saying, hey, we're done. So hopefully you can break through to Evan and help him see what's actually happening because based on the way things are going, it's not looking good. But hopefully for the sake of your relationship, he sees reason and sees exactly what Valerie's trying to do. I found out that my boyfriend has still been in contact with his ex-girlfriend and now while he's away on vacation, I'm going to be moving out his belongings into a storage unit and I'm going to be breaking up with him on the spot and I'm honestly so stressed out and I don't know what to do. My boyfriend and I have been together for seven years. He moved across the country six years ago to be with me, but it is honestly not working. He was in love with someone else when we first got together. I only found out about it when I found some letters that he had written to her in a notebook that he left out on a table. I was looking for a piece of paper and instead I found these letters. He is still in contact with her, even though he has promised repeatedly to cut her off. So I need to end it. I cannot trust him. He says he doesn't have feelings for her anymore, but I don't believe him because he has gone 
gone to such great lengths to hide the fact that they are still in contact with one another. The problem is, how do we break it off? We have tried to break up in the past, but he can't just leave the house immediately because he lives across the country. He can't afford a hotel until he's ready to go. So we have a fight, we agree that he should leave, but then we just end up back together because he is still in the house as he tries to arrange a cross-country move. He begs me to not break up with him and to keep trying. We have been through this several times and I always find out that he is still in touch with her. He is going to see his family in a few weeks and I am considering moving his stuff out and just telling him to come back for it when he can. As far as I'm concerned, he can come back here with someone to help him move. That way, there's no deciding to try one more time simply because he is here and crying and asking me to take him back. It is over and done with and we just can't be with each other anymore. I am so miserable now because of this and I seriously don't know what to do. Your boyfriend absolutely sucks. The fact that he's still in contact with his ex-girlfriend and is actively sending her messages is unbelievably toxic. Like, that is so uncalled for. So honestly, if I was in your shoes, I would be doing the exact same thing. There is no way I would let that guy back into my home, especially after finding out this information. You deserve so much better than this, and he seriously needs to get out and move on. And I think the plan you've got set up is honestly a good one. Move it out while he's away and put it in storage. And then hopefully you can just move on with your life without him being involved. Because from the sounds of it, he is just stringing you along. And if he really wants to be around his ex-girlfriend so much, then so be it. Let him do it. And who knows, he probably is going across the country just to get with her anyways. So overall, if you do go through with your plan, I think you're going to be a lot happier as a result. Because you do not need this kind of energy in your life in the slightest. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.